As we think about praying with thankfulness or the attitude of gratitude, let's look at three more areas where the Bible instructs us to pray with thankfulness. So the second area, we should be thankful for God's answers to prayer. Listen to Psalm 138, beginning at verse 1. I give you thanks, O Lord, with my whole heart. Before the gods, I sing your praise. I bow down before your holy temple and give thanks to your name for your steadfast love and your faithfulness. For you have exalted above all things your name and your word. On the day I called, you answered me. My strength of soul you increased. A well-known historical figure, George Mueller of the Bristol Orphanages in England, said he knew of some 50,000 specific answers to prayer, requests that he had made to God alone and not to other people, and he recorded every one of them. In an 1871 article in the London Times, it stated that since 1836, 23,000 children had been educated in the schools started and maintained by the Lord through George Mueller, and very many thousands had gone through the orphanages overseen by Mueller. The article also stated that 275,000 Bibles, 85,000 Testaments, and 29 million religious books had been issued and distributed by them, plus the support of 189 missionaries. George Mueller traveled around the world a total of over 200,000 miles preaching the gospel of Christ. And through all this, he never asked people for financial support, and he never went into debt. He always asked God alone, and God answered. And he was thankful. You can be sure there was constant thanksgiving in George Mueller's life because he believed, and therefore he saw, that God answers prayer. Perhaps today, you can sit down and take a notebook or open your laptop and record some prayers that God has heard and answered in the past. And next to that list, in bold letters, write, Thank you, Father. Do it again. I'm thankful that God has answered prayer to allow me to uh, travel recently in another country for the first time in a year to share the Word of God together. Blessed be His name for answering prayer. A third area the Bible teaches us to be thankful is to be thankful to God for other people. In Philemon 4, Paul writes this to his friend Philemon. I thank my God always when I remember you in my prayers because I hear of your love and of the faith that you have toward the Lord Jesus and for all the saints. In 1 Timothy chapter 2, Paul writes about the men, how the men in the church should pray. First of all, then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. Who has God put in your life that you need to be thankful for, that you should be thankful for? Your fellow church members? Yes. Your spouse, if you're married? Yes. Children in your life? Yes a special encourager or accountability partner in your life. Yes, we should be thankful for people like these. Do we deserve them? No, they're gifts of God's goodness and grace to us, and so we should be thankful. But how about someone who is a real challenge in your life? 
Have you ever stopped to thank God for putting someone in your life that you wish was not in your life? Think about this. Are they there by accident? Not a chance if God is your God, if God is your Father. He picked them for you and put them in the house next door, the office next door, or the same family even, to make you strong, to teach you to be thankful, and to keep you going to the Lord for His Spirit's help. Give thanks for them. Why should you give thanks? 2 Corinthians 12.10 For the sake of Christ, then, I am content in weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Maybe you could pray this way. Lord, I thank you for, and you fill in the blank. You use them to make me feel my weakness and my selfishness. You use them so I'll lean hard on you in faith. Lord, help me to love them with the same love you love me with. I do not have that love in myself, Lord. Make me strong to love. Pour out your love in me through the Holy Spirit whom you've given me. Thank you that you will answer this prayer because it is your will. Amen. And finally, a fourth area where God instructs us to be thankful is to be thankful for our glorious Lord Jesus Christ. Remember the last verse in 2 Corinthians 9. Thanks be to God for his inexpressible gift. That inexpressible gift is his son. Have you thanked God for Jesus Christ today, for giving his son to die for your sins so that God could be your father forever? Jesus is God's greatest gift, a gift we could never fully or, or finally give enough expression and gratitude for. We did not earn his love. Jesus is God's inexpressible gift, a gift too great for words, but he wants us to keep trying. As Paul writes in Colossians 2, 6, therefore, as you received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. Abounding in thanksgiving means never think that you've been thankful enough. Like a glass under a faucet that fills and then spills and keeps spilling over, let your life, let's let our life keep spilling over with gratitude for Jesus and then spill over into the lives of family and friends and Facebook posts and, well, never forget the Apostle Paul's words. 2 Corinthians 9.15, thanks be to God for his inexpressible gift. So don't worry, pray. And pray with lots and lots of thankfulness to God for his goodness and his answers to prayer and for the people, easy and difficult, he has put in your life. But most of all, be filled and then spill over with thanks for Jesus, God's gift too great for words. May the Lord bless you, and if this has been a blessing to you, share it with someone else.